3: With your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John
0: Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Welcome to this Monday edition. I've got Michael Bailey in studio with me. He'll join us here for just a few minutes today. Before we do that, though, the question of the day, uh, the answer to Fridays, which was which actor was in the following movies? Outsiders, Wayne's World, and Tommy Boy. answer is Rob Lowe. Mm -hmm. Today's impossible question. You might know this one. Actually, uh, Michael, every one of these public things was archived by the Library of Congress from 2010 to the end of 2017. What are they?
5: I do not know.
0: Okay. I wouldn't have guessed this one either. So answer on the RushToReason.com website. And do not cheat, but this one you could look up, but don't just... uh, Answer that the best you can. I'll have the answer for you tomorrow. All right, Michael, we were talking before we came on air today. End of the year, just around the corner. It Man, this year has flown by. We're already into November. Thanksgiving will be here before you know it. A lot of folks take sort of this last six, eight weeks of the year and do things to finish the year out. I'm
5: assuming that estate planning should be one of them. Uh, depends. If you're trying to start and finish your estate planning between now and the end of the year, you will have to do it with somebody besides me. Good point, because it's getting tight. Yes. I mean, I am scheduling appointments the week of December 19th through the 23rd right okay. now. So, and that's my last work year, work week of the year.
0: So for those of you listening, if you haven't already done that, I would suggest getting it done quickly. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't do it once the first of the year comes. In sure. fact, that can be a New Year's resolution, which a lot of folks do as well. But. I think Michael, one of the things that we always want to remind everybody of is because I've heard this. Well, I, I don't have enough to have an estate plan.
5: It's not a big deal. I don't need it. I hear that a lot, right? And I totally get where people are coming from. They're like, "Oh, I don't have very much. I don't have this. I don't have that." And I, you know, sometimes I stop them and I'm like, "Okay, so do you own a house? Yeah. Okay. There, we'll, we'll just start with that. If you right. own a house, you need one, right? I mean, how it's about as a, simple is that? How about a car? Yeah. Okay. Well, th- again." You know, I mean, it, I mean someone like – so I, I think of mm, – I'll use my life as an example. Okay. Yeah, I f- go off to college, and I could put all of my worldly possessions – In the trunk of your car.
0: Well <laughs> – Not it, quite, maybe. Back seat, too. Okay, there you go. You all know, right. you, 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 okay, you, fill, it, you, you fill got up
5: got the it. the 91 Acura Integra, you kind sure. of fill it up with stuff and drive off. Well, you know, the 91 Acura Integra was worth 500 bucks or something like that. You know, the other stuff was worth 250 bucks. maybe hit a garage sale – like, yeah, and I was single, and I was, you know, if I died, my parents would get it. No one cared. Right. And then I got married, and I still had the same, you know, I had a desk that was worth mm-hmm. $25. bucks. i would paid 15 for the couch. I had, I mean, I bought a new bed. But, you know, there just, there wasn't, wasn't a lot of stuff. There wasn't a lot of stuff there. But, you know, people say, oh, well, I don't need a state because I don't have a lot of stuff. Forgetting the stuff that is there. I mean, you know, my parents... You know, just because you know, they paid $104,000 for the house that they live in that's now worth seven hundred, seven hundred fifty. Right. You know, n- done nothing besides live there and, you know, managed to not have it go into decay and become condemned. Right. But they have a $750,000 house. You know, that's nothing to sneeze at. Right. And, you know, a lot of people who, you know, bought their house, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago... It's a significant asset, and people could like, have been
0: ten years ago, Michael. Right, fair. <laughs> in today's world,
5: <laughs> my, mine, has, mine has tripled in value in the last twelve years. There you go. You so know, yes, and all I did is manage to not burn it down. Correct. But kids, by the way, that's right. another one where I look at. I look at the you know house, of course. Yes, sure. But, but kids, kids. specialists, another one. Yeah, I have kids. They're sixteen, 13, and ten. Who's going to take them? Who's going to raise them? Right. You know, you get caught up in this. Oh, I don't have a lot of stuff because I'm not. I don't have millions of dollars in my bank account. And I'm like. Yeah, but... Do you it, have life insurance? Y- you do have stuff, right. All, life insurance, all of those house, things. kids, all those things combined, you now
0: have what I would say is the need for an estate plan. Right. And it's just, you know... I mean, On top of that, you now have kids. You're, maybe you're getting a little older. Maybe the kids are a little older. What happens if you get sick? Right. Do you have a medical power of attorney handled?
5: And, and you, if you don't have that much stuff, you don't need something complex. Right. You just need to write down, where does it go? and who gets what and you know I mean, it, basic will-based estate plan well on the same token you might have
0: significant assets right and you've got little kids and maybe you've got a decent life insurance policy because you planned ahead on that end of things and maybe when you pass okay do you want all of that going you know maybe you and your wife pass away at the same time which mm-hmm. by the way stranger things have happened correct uh, okay. Does all the money go to the kids? Does a portion of it go to the kids? And if so, when? Who's going to be the handler of all that money right. and the kids? And on and on we go.
5: Right? Exactly. I mean, my wife and I, between the two of us, we got about three million worth of life insurance. If we die, that's a million per kid. But do you Are really you? want to hand no. your ten-year-old a check for a million dollars and say, "Good do luck, you want have to fun"? Hand your eighteen-year-old one. Or your 16-year-old or your 13-year-old. Probably not. Or your 35-year-old. Probably let's, not. Let's, let, let, let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Just because we grow, right. when we get older doesn't mean that it's a great idea. And the thing
0: that, uh, I do know this, because the thing that you can do with the states, by the way, is in Michael's case of what he just said a moment ago, you know what? Your 18-year-old might be able to handle it better than your
5: 30-year-old can. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, you adjust things accordingly. Right. And that is going to be the case in my family. I have a 16-and-a-half-year-old. When she turns 18, I'm putting her in charge of absolutely everything. Because she's she got is, that... She's got that kind of level-headed, good, you know, mm-hmm. very intelligent. You know, she's... I mean, I, I joke with people. I'm like, you know what? If somebody left me a million dollars when I was 25, I would have gone crazy. I would have paid cash for law school, and I would have bought a house. That's how nutty I am. I'm just way out there.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: She's kind of cut from
0: mm-hmm. that same mm-hmm. cloth.
5: Nothing wrong with that. Yep. So, again,
0: every every... Every situation, every family situation is different, and I think the thing that folks need to realize is and you would think folks would know this, but I think it's fair to say they may not. Estates can be tailored to what they need to and they can change as time goes by. That is one hundred percent. And correct. most likely do. Yep. They're not gonna stay static. It's a very dynamic instrument, it's right? That's true.
5: That means okay. you know, I wrote stuff for my parents when my dad was still working. He's now retired and they're drawing on things and it's a different deal. There you go. All right. Michael, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, Phone number is 720-394-6887. And again, that's 720-394-6887 or on the web at mobileestateplanning.com.
0: And if you miss any of that and you're driving, always remember klzradio.com is very easy to go to. Michael is listed there as well, and everything he just said, you can find easily. So, Michael, as always, hey, appreciate Pleasure you very much. I'll see you next month. Sounds good. Or actually, I'll see you Wednesday. Uh, fair enough. Anyways, Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. He is our guy, my guy as well. So, uh, call him with whatever you need. Golden Eagle Financial, which, by the way, this does go into what we just talked about with Michael as well. Al Smith can help you along those lines. All of this dovetails into one another. In a lot of cases, you need Michael and you need Al at the same time. 303
2: Your retirement plan with Al Smith will consider possibilities that could threaten your nest egg.
7: Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. With stock market volatility and runaway inflation, your retirement plan probably needs some attention. Call my office and we can sit down and have a conversation to see if you're on track. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. It's pretty obvious from everything you see in the news and things that are going on that we are living in uncertain times with inflation and stock market volatility. To see how that may affect you and your plans for retirement, give my office a call and we can sit down and have a conversation. The number is 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Call Al Smith today
2: or go to klzradio.com slash money.
0: Solar Energy Partners is next. Alan Davis, and if you want to really lock in your energy prices for the future today, and that doesn't matter if it's residential, you can do that on your commercial building as well. Alan can show you how all that works. He's getting ready to do ours, and I know a lot of you have called him as well. So anything you need when it comes to uh, that energy side of the fence and saving money, give Alan a call today, 303-378-7537.
2: Imagine what having a zero dollar per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303378 7537 or visit klzradio.com slash s-u-n.
0: All right, Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart would love to help you with your roof, whether it be extending life of or replacement, commercial, residential, he can do it all. Give Dave a call today. Find him at rushtoreason.com or call direct 303-710-6916.
6: Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't wanna replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients Avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to roofsaverscolorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment.
3: God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All
0: right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us and Daylight Saving Time. And you notice I didn't put the S on there. It's Daylight Saving Time. That gets messed up all the time. Ended over the weekend. So, yes, it will be dark now in about an hour and a half or so, which I hate. Why don't they just leave it alone? That's the question I think a lot of us keep Asking, And I read a lot about this this morning. I don't know why. I guess because it's that time of the year and you see different articles that come in and so on. And as much as a lot of folks don't want to admit this, this really is and is becoming a right versus left issue, believe it or not. The more you read about daylight saving time and the more you read whose position is what on it, you will find not always. I know there's some hardcore conservatives that wish we would just stay on standard time and so on. But in general, I think what you'll find is this is a right versus left issue. And here's why I believe that it is. The left will tell you that we need to keep on standard time if we do anything at all, if we're not going to change from one which, by the way, I think most everybody's under the consensus that we need to stay with one or the other and quit this jumping back and forth. I think everybody agrees with that. That, that part isn't a right or left issue. I should have explained myself. I think, in my opinion, the right versus left is do we stay on standard time or do we stay on daylight saving time? I think most conservatives will say, stay on daylight saving time. Most liberals will say, stay on standard time. And I think where the liberals come into play is they feel that it's more of a mental health issue to stay on standard time than it is to go to daylight saving time. Now, I'm one that says, if you just pick a time and stay on it, what difference does it make? There is no other health issues on down the road. I know there's health experts out there that will tell you that by being on daylight saving time, our natural body clock is off hogwash. We, we don't stay on one time versus the others. How would they know? Other than places like Arizona that and Hawaii that don't ever change. But aside from those two, and I guess there's some places in Indiana that do it a little bit weird, but those two states, Arizona and Hawaii, are the two that mainly don't change. They're on standard time all the time. So now we are on the same time that Arizona is on. Same time zone, because they don't change. They are always on standard time. Now that we're on standard time, we're the same as them. It's very confusing, by the way, for folks that you deal with in Arizona. I have some clients and family there, so now it is 321 in Arizona. Normally, it would be 221 in Arizona, because it's now 321 in the afternoon here on this show live. Anyways, do some reading. I... are we ever going to get this figured out or we stay on one time or another? I, I don't know. I think it's getting closer because I think folks are realizing that the the lack of productivity and things that happen, especially when we move forward, move the clocks forward in the spring, is a bigger issue for most folks. Now, again, I, I've yet to understand that because people change time zones when they travel all the time. So this whole mental health thing about... You know, going on one time or the other is a big deal. I've yet to understand that one because those same people will travel and not think anything about it and switch from time zone to time zone and not, you know, not think anything about it. So I'm not one that will side with the whole mental health issue. In fact, the whole mental health thing, in my opinion, and I'm sorry if I'm offending some, some folks saying this, but it has gotten so overblown, it's ridiculous. Everything now is a mental health issue. We, we've taken just the little bits and pieces of things that might even be related, and it's now a full-born you know, mental health issue. Which, I'm not that guy either, as you guys all know. I'm sort of one of those suck it up, buttercup, let's move on guys. And no, not everything's a mental health issue. Sometimes you make it a mental health issue in your own mind. Move on. This, I think, is one of them. And I've had even doctors on that I've interviewed on Health and Wellness Wednesday that will tell you the benefits for staying on standard time versus daylight saving time. And I'm not a mental health expert, probably the farthest thing from it. I'm not a health expert. But I do know and have enough common sense to say that this switching back and forth, uh, we're now going to switch back in March. So it's not even a full six months like it used to be back and forth. It's a very short standard time now. We're this way now until I believe the second week of March, we go back the other way. So we'll have the rest of November, December, January, February, and two weeks in March. So it's a very short standard time that we're on anymore. My feeling is pick one and leave it. I am one, and you've heard me talk about this a lot over the years. I like the daylight hours in the evening, partially because of what I do in my lifestyle, but I've always been that way. Even when I was a little kid, I like those long evening daylight hours. And no, people that are farming and ranching, I've talked to enough of them. Yes, a few care, but most don't. The animals wake up with the sun. They don't wear a wristwatch. They don't care. So don't come back at me and say, well, the farmers wanted that. No, that's not even where that came from. I did the research on it today. Part of where daylight saving time came from was Benjamin Franklin wrote a, satire piece into a newspaper way back in the 1800s, you know, earlier than that, yeah, early 1800s, and made fun of time, in a way, and said we should change the clocks to avoid using extra candle wax and so on and so forth. And he did it as a satire piece, but it got ran with. And it really took full force, which you can see why, during World War One in Europe, when their resources were slim, and they were trying to do everything they possibly could to save on things, and in their case, if they could even save on electricity, they did, and that was through Daylight Saving Time. We picked it up here in the U.S. not long after Europe did, and quote-unquote, the rest is history. We've been doing it for a very long time now. I will say, though, I'm a favor of just going back to one versus the other. I, in my world, would pick daylight saving time. And I know a lot of people don't care, but, I again, I like those long evenings in the summertime especially. And if you stayed on standard time here in Colorado, this is the, this is the thing that Arizona doesn't have to deal with in the summertime. Keep in mind, even in daylight saving time, we still have daylight at like 5 a.m. If you stayed on standard time, it would be 4 a.m. and it would get dark at about 8.30 instead of 9.30 on the long days. So, again, I'm one. I like that later in the day, not having it light at 4 a.m. And I think most people, the way their body clocks work, especially in the summer months, would prefer daylight saving time. And right now, Instead of it being light like it is now at 3.30 and then being dark at 5, which it will be here shortly, we would be like we were last week, and it would be this same time at 4.30, and we would be light until about 6 or so. Keep in mind, in the middle of winter here, in the not-too-distant future, about a month and a half from now, it will be dark at about 4.30 in the afternoon, especially if we have any kind of storm come through. I would rather have that be 5.30, not 4.30. But anyways, we've got a guest joining us here in just a few minutes. Real quick, speaking of light and energy and all of that, I did see this last week. I was out of town for the uh, big automotive trade show that I'll talk about here at the top of the hour at 4 o'clock. But I did see where President Joe Biden was talking about how we're just going to shut all coal plants down. We'll just be done with it. I'm paraphrasing, of course. But that's basically what he said. We'll use wind and solar. We'll just shut coal down. Well, Senator Manchin, from West Virginia, which of course is coal mine country, came out and said, "Well, wait, wait a minute. We, we've we've never talked about this privately. What, what's what's going on here? You're, you're basically, you know, basically slapping the face of every coal miner out there who's you know irking out a living trying to you know feed the coal plants that we still have in this country, which by the way work very well. Thank you, coal miners." I like electricity, and no, I don't want it from unreliable wind and solar. I want it from reliable sources, i.e., coal. So today, is it Jean Pierre? Is that how you say it, Charlie Jean Pierre? That's the last name for our press secretary. She's out backpedaling. Well, that's not really what was said. It was really loud, and that's not what he said. he he, he was. His words were twisted. Now I heard what he said. They weren't twisted. He said, and I paraphrase, we're just going to end wind and solar, or we're going to end coal plant and replace it or coal plants and replace it with wind and solar. That's what he said. I don't think his own party, i.e. Senator Manchin, would be twisting his words if he didn't hear the same thing. So she can backpedal today all she wants and say he didn't say that. There's plenty of records out there you know, recorded audio, video of him saying that, where I'm not sure why you would be dumb enough to come out and backpedal against this today. You could come out and say he misspoke, but to say his words were twisted and essentially put the blame on everyone but the president, that's dumb. So dumb, and Andy and I will talk about this tomorrow, that I can tell you from doing a little bit of polling myself When I was in Las Vegas last week, um, I think there's going to be a lot of shocked Democrats Wednesday morning. Even tomorrow night, because I think a lot of races will be called tomorrow night. That's my prediction. You're not going to have to wait till Wednesday morning on some of these. The left will tell you that it'll be days, I've read this today, it'll be days after the election until we know the final outcome of some races. No, I don't think so. Maybe a few, maybe a handful, but No. Not, not typically, it won't be. We'll know tomorrow night how it's going to be. Because some of these are going to be, in my, in my feeling, landslides. People are fed up. Something the White House is tone deaf about. So, more to come. Don't go anywhere. Hi-Fi Plumbing is coming up next. And one thing you need to do is make sure that as we head into winter, that all of your maintenance items are handled and you're ready. The last thing you want is some sort of a plumbing problem when we've got a blizzard raging. And it never fails, that's when you're gonna have problems if they arise. So call high five now. Make sure you're all dialed in. 877 We High Five.
8: Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with High Five Plumbing. Call 877 We High Five. Service that ends with a high five. Starts with a team that prioritizes excellence.
1: I want to tell you about the High Five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he said, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems, and I said yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in, and he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John, and I'm going to tell you that company is a number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone
8: else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445.
0: All right. Up next, we have got Michael Bailey. You just heard him a few minutes ago talking about uh, estate planning end of year. If you want an appointment with Michael, you're going to have to call now to get it done by the end of the year. Otherwise, you'll be into the first of next year, which is fine. Not a big deal. Call Michael today again. Find him at KLZRadio.com.
3: Mobile estate planner Michael Bailey's not a ghost in your mirror. He won't appear magically like the legend says because you must make the call to Michael for him to appear. Planning for when you die can feel scary, like testing old wives' tales as a kid. But death isn't an old wives' tale. It's something that everyone will have to face at some point. Yes, it's scary to think about facing mortality by yourself, but calling and working with Michael Bailey makes death a little less scary. When you're done setting up an estate plan with Michael, you'll feel confident in the future because you've prepared ahead of time. Don't let the worst-case scenario haunt you. Have a say while you're still able. Call to set up a free zero-risk consultation to create your estate plan at klzradio.com estate or call Michael Bailey today at 720-730-7274. That's 720-730-730. Seven two seven All right.
0: Save the Storks, folks. And, uh, you know, I will say this about them. Great organization. Not only are out there saving babies' lives, we're trying to get a stork bus put together for them as well. But I, I did a donation here not that long ago. And in return, they sent me a really nice thank you card. I got a hat also. from. And by the way, they do not know when I donate who I am. This just came because they gave a regular general donation through the website, just like you, it did. I got a nice hat in the mail, has Save the Storks on it, Map of Colorado. Very, very cool. Great organization, Saving Babies' Lives. It's SaveTheStorks.com.
9: Colorado continues to promote the abortion industry in unthinkable ways. An abortionist who makes millions is raising $500,000 to build out a second abortion clinic in our state where babies' lives will be taken up to the time of birth. And if that isn't shocking enough, Your tax dollars are being used to build more abortion clinics all over Colorado, preying on women in unplanned pregnancies. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, a pro-life ministry that is stepping in with love and compassion to show these women the truth about their pregnancy. Do not give up hope and do not give in to the abortion industry. Your gift will support critical missions and initiatives that are saving the lives of the unborn. Right now, when you sign up as a monthly partner with Save the Storks, you'll receive a free t-shirt that you can wear to show your support of our pro-life ministry. Your gift will help us raise funds for a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here in Colorado. Please give today to help us get this medical unit into production by this December and on the road by early next year. Visit savethestorks.com now and mention KLZ or KLTT. Visit savethestorks.com now
0: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560 author. And there's a lot of other things behind this name as well. Zachary Green with us. Warrior, entrepreneur, lessons from the battlefield to the boardroom. Zach, how are you, sir? I'm
1: doing great. How are things in beautiful Colorado?
0: You know, not too bad at all. Cannot complain. I'm an entrepreneur myself. So anytime I get a chance to interview folks like yourself, I, I jump on it. I love hearing stories. I love helping people you know, not only achieve their dreams, but continue down that path. So talk about your life, if you would, for just a few minutes. You started from the trunk of your car.
1: Well, yeah, and it goes back even further than that. I was uh, in the Marine Corps, got out uh, a couple of years before 9-11, not knowing what was going to happen. Okay. Uh, as soon as 9-11 happened, I, I really felt the need to go back and serve, and I became a volunteer firefighter, and I got lost in a fire and I wanted to create a product that helped other firefighters not go through what I went through of that disorientation. And um, created this glow-in-the-dark material, uh, started selling it out of the trunk of my car to different firefighters, and uh, over the next couple of years turned it into about a $30 million company.
0: That is awesome. Okay, so first off, what gave you, you know, because, again, I'm guessing that you're not a Ph.D. in, you know, garments and things along those lines. so, So what gave you this idea and what got you started on it? I mean, outside of being lost, what gave you the, the tools to do this, I should say?
1: So my real background was in the pharmaceutical
0: industry at okay. the
1: company, Eli Lilly, doing brand development. And what we learned, it's always about the brand and the solution that you're solving, not the product itself. True. The problem that I encountered was when it's dark, you get disoriented. You can't find your way out of the building. You can't find your gear and your other products. So I was and the situation that I really wanted to solve this problem because I almost died. Mm. And I remember the glow-in-the-dark material we had in the Marine Corps that helped us see each other um, in the dark on the back of our helmets. And I found some really brilliant professors, uh, uh, an applied physicist, and we started working on some different materials. It's a special type of uh, photoluminescent pigment. That when you put it into most materials, it turns black, and we found a way to do it so it would actually not just glow, but glow very bright for long periods of time, and okay. that kind of was our first prototype.
0: That is so, I mean, again, not only did you you know, fix a need in lots of different areas, I'm assuming this can be applied to a lot of different things, but you're saving lives at the same time.
1: Well, our our motto is buy firefighters for firefighters and those we protect. Mm. And where the company really took off was as the firefighters were starting, uh, you know, we have over 100,000 firefighters using our products, quite a few actually in the Colorado area. Um, We started making, we found a loophole in the exit sign code that said, you know, there's 100 million exit signs in the U.S. They all need batteries, light bulbs, and electricity. But the code only requires them to be visible for 90 minutes in the dark. They don't require electricity. Oh. And I was able to use that same technology to make exit signs oh. out of this material. Nice. And you get to inspect the exit signs.
0: The nice. The
1: firefighters. So we already had that really good brand building that was built into it. So that's when the company really started to take off. Very and cool. It's, it's when we started to get the safety area.
0: Very, very cool. And, uh, yeah, because really I always wondered, In a lot of cases, Zach, when things are really gone awry in a building, things like that, and even at times they cut the power purposely, well, at that point, unless that exit sign is powered up some other way, it ain't working anyways.
1: Look, there's this guy named Mr. Murphy, and he's got a law of physics, and it works every single time I've been in a burning building, practically, and that is anything that can go wrong will go wrong at the worst time. yep. 35% 35% of all exit signs either have a bad battery, there's an issue with the generator. Um, you just do a simple Google search on generator failures from the Super Bowl down in New yep. Orleans yep. to uh, Atlanta Airport completely going dark during Christmas time. People rely on that as the backup. And what we learned in the fire service is you need, always need a backup to the backup to the backup when you're dealing with life
0: safety issues. Got it. So your book, Warrior Entrepreneur: Lessons from the Battlefield to the Boardroom. If somebody picks it up, maybe they're thinking of starting a business, or they're like me—they've you know been self-employed from a very early age. It's all I know, Zach. I mean, I've really never done anything else. What are they going to learn in the book?
1: So I always—it boils down to a couple things. First of all, adversity is the best teacher.
0: Yep. When Agreed. you go
1: through conflict and struggle, that's the way you learn. And unfortunately, in our society, we've taken that ability away from yeah. a lot of our, our yeah. next generation. And it's, it's really setting them up for failure. So that's the first one. I go through all the tools. And again, to be a warrior, you don't have to be a Navy SEAL. You can be a single mom working two jobs mm-hmm. trying to get things together. That guy's sitting at uh, Starbucks because he needs free Wi-Fi because he can't afford it in his office. That's a warrior. That's who this book is talking to, and it really boils down to three things that I tell everybody. Number one, you got to solve a problem in a unique and elegant way. Number two, you have to have an unfair competitive business advantage, and number three, you've got to have great sales, marketing, distribution. My success wasn't the product. My success was the way that I distributed it yep. and the way that I marketed it. Yep. Because you can have the greatest product. If no one knows about it, that's it right. doesn't help you.
0: No, I, I coach businesses, and one of the things that I try to teach them is, you know, it's not, and, and I, I coach a lot of automotive businesses because that's a field that I came out of, Zach. But what I've always told even other automotive repair shops is, you know, I hate to say this, it's not the guy that fixes cars the best that wins. It's the guy that markets the best that wins.
1: Absolutely. I mean, if you remember back in the 70s, the pet rock. Yep. It was a freaking rock
0: for God's sake. That's right.
1: Sold tons of money. And then the other thing that we see every day is bottled water. Yeah. Bottled water, it's free. You got beautiful, (laughs) wonderful tap water in Colorado. (laughs) We do. But yet we pay for it because of the distribution and marketing behind it. It's a $750 billion-a-year industry, the bottled water market.
0: Unbelievable. It's funny you say that. I was having that same conversation, my wife and I. I was at a big automotive trade show, SEMA, last week in Las Vegas, and I was oh, there. And that, that particular good. topic of the bottled water actually came up, and somebody said something about, you know, who would have thought in today's world, you know, if, you'd have, if you'd have said 40 years ago people would be paying that much for water, you'd have laughed at them, but yet, Zach, they are.
1: And, and the marketing about the Fiji water, or the Swiss water—it's yep. all marketing. It
0: is because a you lot know, of it comes out of, of the day. same tap, actually. And, and actually, people don't exactly. know this, but there's less regulation on bottled water than there is tap water.
1: I believe it. I believe it. And the tap water's got a lot of healthy additives, the, the fluorides and the other thing to keep your teeth, uh, you know, nice and strong. So, yeah. But I mean, look—at the end of the day, the the book is. is my my target, the people I want to focus on, is somebody that had maybe a rough childhood or, okay. or just got out of jail or just got out of the military, or they went through some difficult things, and I want to teach them how they can use all this adversity in their life mm. to get stronger and to get better as a result of it. And by following the book and some of the courses that I have in addition to the book, I'm trying to train a new group of warriors and how to use that tenacity, grit, Courage, And the big one that we don't talk a lot about but is a real problem is serenity. The depression and the challenge in, in the entrepreneurial industry is, is tremendous. You it know, is. 90% yep. of businesses fail in 10 years. And when you lose your business, you don't just lose money. You lose your identity. You do. That, and yep. there's usually not a lot of people you can talk to about that. That's very so true. We talk about, as a warrior, that, that first strength you need to have between your ears before you start worrying about some of those other things.
0: No, you're exactly right, Zach. And again, being self-employed all the years that I have, everything you just said, I can really resonate with. I mean, I've, I, you know, everything. There's not a business owner out there that, if they've had any kind of of success. I'm sorry, but I know some folks just get things handed to them. That wasn't me, Zach. I had to work for everything. All the different struggles, the things that you're talking about, the ups, the downs, the bruises, the the hard times, the good times. Yeah, they're all there, and it's, it's who it makes you at the end of the day. But to your point. It's one of those areas that I've always found not everybody understands what that's even like being self-employed in the first place. Nonetheless, the struggles you go through.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it goes back to what I remember when I was at Parris in the Marine Corps. Every week the training got harder, but it felt easier. And the reason why is because that next week you start to develop that rhino skin. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. True. You got stronger because of that difficulty. So as things progress, you're better prepared for it. Well, that's the way business is. The problems stay the same. You just add zeros yep, to it. That's right. And as the great philosopher Biggie Smalls once said, mo' money, mo' problems. And it is absolutely <laughs> true in business.
0: It's <laughs> a fact. You're 100% correct. You know, really quick, I do want to touch on something you said a moment ago, because I think this is really big. And this is a, this is a, a problem where I'm not sure that You know, you and I are are big enough alone to fix this, but I think together more and more of us, if we keep talking about it, can. And that's the comment you made earlier where we're raising now several generations, not just one, but several generations where they don't know adversity. Everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a trophy. And, Zach, you and I both know that is not how you succeed in life later on.
1: Well, let's take two cohorts. We have one is the rich kid. Every time they don't get in on the soccer game, the dad calls up the coach, yells at them. Yep. They get their college paid form. As soon as they get challenged in college, they go to a safe space. Then they get out and they get a job, and as soon as something happens stressful, they're able to take personal time for mental health days, which, by the way, is a real thing. I've got a friend that works in a major bank, and there's a young girl who just started working. She's taken 17 sick days for, quote, mental health breaks, hmm. some of which were because her boss told her she wasn't doing a good job. And the company lets her take that time off and count it as sick time. So let's take that cohort. The next cohort is the kid that grows up in maybe in the inner city, mom working two jobs, not there, constantly getting in trouble in school, fighting for everything, first person in his family go to college, works two jobs while he's in college, struggles his way all the way through, and then both of them come to work for you. And they both mess up, and you tell the first one that they screwed up and this is what's going to happen. And then you tell the other one. The first one, they're going to be crushed because that's the first yep. time in their life to have had The other one's going to be, I'm sorry, sir, I'll do better next time. Boom, they're moving on like nothing happened. Right. That's what we need. And, and the military is such a great place to teach that hardship and how to get over. And each one of the branches, the five branches of the military, including Space Force now, has a culture that's going to apply to virtually every type of kid that's out there. They need video gamers, to fly the drones and to do their things. They need the the jocks to to be the grunts and everything else in between.
0: Good point. You are spot on. Uh, I always ask this. I know it's probably self-explanatory, but where do they buy the book, Zach?
1: Certainly. So yeah, Amazon, uh, Warrior Entrepreneur Book. Um, and then the other thing is, if you want to buy it directly from me, it's warriorentrepreneurbook.com. And I'm more than happy to personalize it and sign it. If you buy it from me, I usually throw in a couple extra goodies on there. You're awesome. And then if you go to my website, warriorleader.us. You can learn more about my training programs, consulting book, and, and the warrior movement that I'm trying to, to nurture and grow here.
0: That's awesome. We'll promote those. I'll highlight this in my notes so that my producer later when we put this up on the website, Zach, folks can go there to buy it. I'd rather have them buy it from you directly than other sources for obvious reasons, so I always ask that, and I appreciate you being with us. And you're by the way, you're welcome anytime. You speak the same language I do. I appreciate you very much.
1: Well, please uh, keep in touch, and um, I think it's a great thing that you do to help inspire other entrepreneurs and people that are, you know, maybe going through some challenges, and how we can show them that they it's a
0: blessing and not a curse. That's right, Zach. Appreciate you very much, man. Really do. Thank you. Have a great day. You bet, and I appreciate his service as well. Again, it's WarriorLeader.us or WarriorEntrepreneurBook. Com. Again, we'll have these up on the website a little later tonight where you can actually go and search those links out as well. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. And uh, sometimes you need a real warrior when it comes to your heating and air and electrical as well. They've got some great deals right now on surge protection for your whole house as we head into that Christmas season where there's lights and electronics and all sorts of things going on. That's the best time to pre- you know, really to have the protection that you need. 720-526-0231.
3: Replace your furnace, air conditioning, or both with absolute electrical heating and air and take advantage of their limited-time offer of up to $1,000 off your replacement before November 15th. Don't put off replacing your system any longer. Waiting could mean you face long wait times, limited availability, and low stock. Moving into 2023, industry equipment standards are changing, and with that, equipment costs will increase as well. Financing is always available, but don't miss out on this huge discount and the lower prices of 2022. Installs can usually be done within a single day, including five-star cleanup when they are finished. Book before the busy season comes into full swing. Get on the books by November 15th and get up to $1,000 off by visiting klzradio.com absolute or by calling 720-526-0231.
6: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical
3: Heating and Air. All
0: right, KR Home Transitions. Again, whether you're looking to buy, sell, move sideways, you've got family members that need to do something, you name it, and there's still some deals out there. In fact, we're going to talk to Kurt Rogers later about that as well. 720 437 8210, call KR Home Transitions today.
8: With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing... Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com slash home again. That's klzradio.com slash home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty.
0: All right, folks, getting in that time of the year where you're thinking about presents, what do we do for Christmas? And for a lot of you guys listening, we've got the answer for that special someone in your life. That is Botanical Rush, where you can get some Items for the uh, beauty end of things, if you would. And by the way, they have it for men as well. It's not just for women. And right now, 15% off if you use the code JOHN15. Go to BotanicalRush.com.
6: Myra Mesco doesn't believe in fairy dusting formulas. That's why her skincare company, Botanical Rush, only formulates with powerful potencies for visible results guaranteed. Your skin is like a sponge, and it easily absorbs nutrients as well as chemical toxins. So picking the right product for everyday use is crucial to your skin's health. The all natural, professional skincare products at Botanical Rush are free from synthetic dyes, estrogen mimickers, petrochemicals, manufactured fragrances, and parabens. Your skin sets the tone of the day. So begin with clean formulas that are kind to your body. Myra and her team believe in using empowering nutrients at professional strength to support the skin's radiance at fair, affordable prices. Start your day with a fresh face and honest formulas from Botanical Rush. Set up a consultation with Myra Mesco to discuss your skincare needs. Email her at info at to schedule an appointment today and use the exclusive code John15 when ordering at BotanicalRush.com for a 15% discount on first-time orders. You never considered that being a business owner meant you might not get time with your family. John Rush will assess the issues of your business so you can work to live and not live to work. You originally started it to provide for your family. But now it's become a professional crutch that you must live with. He advises you to accept that your venture has potential for profitability without you in the immediate vicinity. Enjoy the fruits of your labor with your family, working with John Rush to make these adjustments so that your business means more time together, not apart. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's John at com.
3: Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, and
0: tomorrow, Andy and I, yes, we will be talking about the elections, giving you some of our predictions, what are our thoughts, now that we really are down to the wire, and uh, we'll do some of that tomorrow. Along those same lines, there's an article out of late where there's a Democrat state lawmaker, It's now being charged by none other than Boulder County, believe it or not, for allegedly lying about where she lives. Because by law, you have to live in the district that you're representing. And in the case of Representative Tracy Burnett, she claimed to have lived in Louisville. Problem is, she doesn't. She lives in Longmont. She claimed she lived at a particular apartment in Louisville, but when folks actually went by to see if she actually lived there, it's empty and no one's there. She just used it as her, quote-unquote, place of residency to run for election, which she did. Fortunately for us, the GOP in Boulder County said, hmm, wait a minute, something smells here. This doesn't seem right. So they filed a complaint. Sounds like the district attorney and others in Boulder County did some research and figured out that, hmm, yeah, we're now charging. They're now charging her with felony counts of attempting to influence a public servant, forgery, and providing false information about her residence. He's also charged with misdemeanor counts of perjury and procuring false registration. Folks, I've said it over and over again, the left cheats, and they will keep cheating, because that's what they do. This is an example of. For those of you that are on the left, this, doesn't, this hasn't made any kind of news, by the way. I, I dug this one up just doing some searching for some other things and happened to run across it. It actually was on one of the liberal sites here locally, but you didn't see this anywhere on Nine News or anywhere else. If, if, if it was out there, I missed it because I was gone last week, but I looked pretty closely. Charlie, did you see anything about this at all? I didn't think so. This is not going to make national news either. Why? Because we know who runs that news organization, organizations, plural. This isn't a small crime, by the way, folks. She falsified where she lived so she could run in House District 12 And it's her second term. She did turn herself in. She's on a personal recognizance bond. She's due in court November 17th. So, Teresa Watson, who's the chair of Boulder County Republicans, by the way, thank you, Teresa. I appreciate this very much. This is how we keep things in check. But she looked into this and figured out, wait a minute, time out. She's she's not living where she says she lives. And this didn't take a lot of investigative work to figure out question is how many other of these go on that we don't know about probably more than we would ever imagine the key is finding this and checking up on it so my point in all of this is <clears throat> the left lies and cheats and does everything they possibly can to win It won't be enough tomorrow. That's my prediction. Now, I'm not talking about Colorado. I'm talking nationally speaking. Here in Colorado, I think the Democrats will be fine. We'll talk more about that tomorrow with Andy on certain races and so on. But nationally, I think there's going to be a lot of Democrats that wake up Wednesday morning in a stupor not knowing what just happened. They're thinking because of the news media and others and even their own president that they're going to be fine. I don't think so. And I don't, I don't think I'm looking at this with pie in the sky. I'll tell you why in a moment when I recap what I did last week for the automotive, big automotive trade show, SEMA, which is the Specialty Equipment Manufacturing Association. So all of the aftermarket, including some of the original equipment manufacturers, are there. And I will tell you some of what I learned just in talking to some folks when I was there as soon as I come back here at the top of the hour at 4 o'clock. Got one more little segment left. American National Insurance is next, by the way. And if you need what you do need, insurance, make sure that you have the right insurance, that you're properly insured and that you're doing it in a way that matters. And oh, by the way, American National Insurance, if you do things correctly and you have no claims, the fourth year, you get back a portion of your first year's policy cost. How do I know that? Mine came over the weekend, my rebate check. I always love getting that rebate check. It's... Almost like free money in a way, or it's a big rebate on what you've already paid on insurance, which I I just enjoy. So, American National Insurance, call Paul Leuenberger today, 303-662-0789.
4: Everyone is looking to save money, but in the wrong places. When you're looking for ways to save money, start by reviewing your insurance. Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance offers the biggest savings through the rebate program and other cost-effective opportunities that reward responsibility. You're someone who hasn't made a claim in the last three years. Imagine that during that time you were insured with Paul Leuenberger. You'd be getting a check for 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. Besides the rewards of the rebate program, there are other ways to save when you work with Paul. He encourages you to take a higher deductible but enjoy lower premiums. He knows that you won't make a claim unless you actually need to. Paul Weinberger offers the most value for long-term thinkers because when you're responsible, everyone wins. Call Paul with American National Insurance right now, 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789.
3: The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, as I said, in just a few minutes,
0: we'll come back at the top of the Next hour, so at the beginning of the hour, I will give you all a recap of what I learned and observed last week when I was at the Specialty Equipment Manufacturing Association SEMA trade show last week. I'll give you a few little insights into that and partially what I think will have to do with the election as well tomorrow. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hour 2 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.